This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Charlie Bales, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Mark. You know, when we were talking before we hit record, I said, well, what do you want to talk about today? Because a little behind the scenes of the Mark Stucheski Podcast is I don't prepare. No questions, no research. I just literally get on the call and we start talking. And what I found, the reason why that makes it so effective is most guests tell me this is like any other interview they've done because let's face it, when I'm on a podcast, I get asked the same questions. And probably when you're on a podcast, you get asked the same questions. So this is going to be a little bit different. It's going to allow you to explore some topics that you're passionate about that you don't get to usually talk about much. So before we get started, who is Charlie Bales and what do you do in the world? It's a really good question. Uh, you, you would think I'd have a canned answer, but gosh, it changes. You know, I'm um, uh, the first couple of things I am is I'm, I'm a husband. I, I've been married for almost 10 years, uh, married a dream girl, and I'm super fortunate for that. Married out of my league. Don't tell her that, though, because I like where I am. Um, and we, we've got three kids, and they're ages eight, six, and two. So our house is extremely busy and loud and <laughs> You know, so I'm, I'm a husband and I'm a dad. Um, th- those are the two main things, but uh, probably the other things that people care about, um, you know, what do I do for work? What are some hobbies? So what do I do for work? Uh, that's another complicated answer. <laughs> uh, I work in a fourth generation family owned business. Uh, and we're not just this like little mom and pop. We've got like 1600 employees. Wow. You know, we, 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 we call them team members because our culture is very much that of a family. So to just be a part of a fourth generation family owned business, there's not a lot of those left. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, that offers me a really unique perspective on business and kind of how that world works. Um, but I also, I have a traditional, you know, masters of, of business. So I was trained on, you know, the, the corporate wall street side of things. Uh, but I, I don't work in that environment. So that, that's kind of cool. Um, but then I also, I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur. I've got a side business that I've developed over the past three and a half years. And, uh, you know, starting a business from sales of zero is, is another crazy story I could tell. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd say the last thing I am is I'm, I'm, I'm a health enthusiast. Uh, I am one of those crazy CrossFit people. Um, so I just, I love pushing, pushing my body to the limits, but I think there's a lot of, of, uh, connection between just my, love of education and love of business and love to learn. Well, I like to do that same thing to my body too. So, well, I I will tell you this. I'm a health enthusiast too. I'll be 56 on June 21st and I've run every day since August 29th, 2017. Uh, It's a little hot here in Houston. These last four days, the humidity just ramped up and it's like, Oh my gosh, three miles is all I can do. But I'm also getting off the processed foods. I've lost nine pounds in like a week and a half because processed food, got rid of it, drink only water. And I'm just trying to get more people to understand that you cannot be your best, most productive self unless you're taking care of your body. If you're eating fast food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you're having ice cream and cookies in between, and you're drinking soda, your body is using up so much energy. It can't be productive. So I just want the people to, I mean, this is not a health and wellness podcast, but please do your research, take better care of yourself. I promise you, if you could talk to your brain and you said, would you like a Coke 
or water. It's going to say water. It's your body is not going to choose Coke. The only thing you want to hear Coke is your gut biome and your tongue. That's it. So if you can defeat those two, I, I'm sure you'll be much healthier than you are. And you have more energy, which means you get more stuff done. Yeah. And if I can comment on that, I mean, I, I think that like being fit and in shape as a business executive or an entrepreneur or even just a dad, um, it's a cheat code to life. Like it think things are just easier when you're physically fit and you are in shape, you're more confident, your brain works better. You're more excited. You have more energy. So, I mean, I just, I echo everything that, that, that you just said, Mark, and, and I'm in complete agreement that so much so that like, I, I, I really think it's, it's a cheat code to life. I love that. I love that. So let me talk to you about MBAs and entrepreneurs because I've done some reading the last couple of years and a lot of fortune 100 fortune 400 companies they won't even hire mbas and the reason why they said is they don't have real world experience because they want people that have failed miserably and recovered and people coming out of mba programs can't do that i don't know too many entrepreneurs that have an mba so i think this is a fascinating conversation i would like you to know your thoughts how much is the mba degree helping you and hindering you as you're an entrepreneur it's a, it's such a it's such an awesome topic to to, to discuss like all right you've got fifty thousand dollars do you go start a business and learn and fail or do you invest in education and really i've i've got both of those perspectives um so my mba actually helped me identify my career path at my corporate job you know, the family business at, at, um, at, at ABC. I was in store operations um, and throughout getting my MBA, there were multiple courses on leadership development and organizational behavior and employment law. And I really found that I gravitated toward those. And I loved the, this field called human resources, you know, that all of those are a part of. So my MBA actually helped me identify I need to get out of everyday store operations and into human resources. And that's what I did um, for the business. So that's half the answer. The other half is I started my business, my side business, um, when I was in the last semester of our MBA program. Um, and let me back up real quick. I got my MBA when I was 26. So I had worked for six or seven years already and had real world experience and went back started when I was 26, graduated when I was 28. So it was a weekend program. Um, it was an executive MBA. I was one of the younger people. There were mostly 30 to 40 year olds in it. Um, but that I, I've, I, I think that that's the way to go. Don't get an MBA right out of college, like go work and get some real world experience. So there's that I should have started with that. Forgive me. Uh, but then the second, uh, second thing I was talking about is that I started my business with this knowledge of getting my MBA and very quickly realized that my MBA program teaches you nothing about starting a business. <laughs> so, you know, I, I would tell, I would tell somebody if you have a corporate job, um, getting an MBA is actually a good idea if, cause I got a general MBA. I didn't, I didn't specialize in finance or accounting or management. There were two or three classes in every field. So getting that general MBA was awesome because it helped me see Okay, I took three accounting classes. This is really boring, but I'm happy I know it. Um, but organizational behavior, my mind blew up. So it helped me identify a career path that then I could go to my executive board and pitch, hey, can I can I go this direction? You're paying for my education. 
here's what I'd like to do. But the MBA did not really help me um, start my business. It got me thinking about it. So I credit that. But in terms of actually like setting up the accounting and finance and setting up the marketing and the website, the MBA did nothing <laughs> for that. Really, you, you're just learning by fire on your own as you yeah. start the business. And we're in year three and a half of my side business. We're still drinking out of the fire hose. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, I'd, 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 hopefully that answered the question a little bit. It did. And I've never heard it explained that way. So you look at an MBA as both a pro and a con. And I find that very fascinating because when people tell me, I think I'm going to go for my MBA, the first question I ask them is why? And I get this look on, they get this look on their face like, huh? Why? Well, I heard, no, 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 no. I don't care what you heard. I don't care who said it, what book you read. Why do you want it? And what I want them to do is, look, if you want to go for an MBA, I'm not bashing MBAs. What I'm saying is that, why do you want it? Why do you think you need it? And I, I think this doesn't just apply to MBAs. It implies anything in life. Before you do something, we're going to go to Arizona for vacation. Why? Because we want to. Okay, well, come up with a reason. I don't care how silly or small the reason is. I think you need to have a reason. Even if you're going to hire a coach, like I'm a coach, well, why? It may sound silly, but I think the question why is one of the most powerful questions anyone can ask themselves. Totally agree. I mean, really, I, I think there's a, a law around that. Like in order to do something or have a project created or go a direction, you got to answer the question why three times with real answers, not just a fake one. Oh, because I want to do it. Well, why? Why do you want to do it? You know, I'm fine with that being an answer, but then answer it again. Why? And and I think uh, I, I I was pressured. I don't want to say pressured, but I was given the ability to get my MBA um, at multiple stages. And I said no right after college and I was 23 and I was 25. And finally, when I was 26, I had five years of you know mid to upper management experience. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'm going to go back. I'm not doing it to get to, to help my resume. I'm going to get a general MBA because I just want to see what else is out there. I'm very I've only worked for one company for six years or so now. So like, let's see what's out there. And boom, my world was er erupted in a good way of like, oh, here, my professor in accounting was the controller for um, a massive oil company, you know, for 20 years. My, my professor for organizational behavior consulted with Google on HR and helped them rebrand at people operations. So like you have these really cool things that 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 come from it um that helped answer my question of why um so i i'm in i totally agree with you like just ask that really simple yet powerful question why why are you doing it you got facebook well i am on facebook i have a facebook page and i have a facebook group both under the name of mr productivity so if you are into facebook if you love facebook go look me up on facebook just look for mr productivity i heard dean graziosi said you should go seven wise deep because the seven. first couple wise are real easy but when you go really deep i mean this is not something you can do at a red light you know you you have to sit down camp out with yourself and really dig deep but everyone who's done it I heard it's inspirational. Now, I'll confess, I've never done the seven whys yet. 
and I should, but I'm just being fully transparent. Just I'd like to let my listeners know that. So you said a phrase a little earlier that I want to go back to. I really love it because I think I'm going to call this the going to title this episode uh, this, and we'll find out if I actually do. Cheat codes to life. I love that because when people think of cheat codes, they think of video games. So I don't care what area you talk about, health and wellness, productivity, HR. Why don't you give us one of your, maybe two or three of your top cheat codes for life? Because I like this podcast to be really tactical. I want, I don't want people to go, yay, I'm so motivated. I want people to take action. And I love how you said cheat codes. So what are your, what are two or three of your go-to cheat codes? Well, we already talked about the first one, which is, you know, taking care of your body and investing in physical fitness. So I'm not going to touch that one again. I'll just say, again, that is a cheat code. Have you ever met anybody who's super strong that is unhappy about it? (laughs) You know, no, no. Um, So another cheat code that I've found through the past couple of years, even more recently, is, you know, the bigger cheat code is asking for help, like ask people to help you. Um, and the very specific cheat code to that is hire an assistant. Like I, I think hiring an assistant for me was one of the most impactful things to my daily productivity. And it's funny, I just finished writing her performance review, her annual performance review. And as I'm writing it, I found like after the third time that I wrote that I don't worry about calendar management or getting back to an email, you know, within 24 hours um, or scheduling, you know, that that one call or coffee that just has to happen. Or I don't worry about things falling through the cracks because my assistant just does it all. And I don't have to worry about that, which gives me time back to actually be an executive and go talk to people and coach and mentor, which that's what an executive does. Or you sit down and you think about the strategic vision of your company as opposed to the super granular tactical things that need to get done every day. An assistant helps you do that. So, I mean, I think a huge cheat code, hire an assistant and train them really effectively. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, you asked for two to three, so I've given you two. I'm going to give you a third. Um, I, I have an amazing support system at my house and her name is Leanne and she's my wife. And if you have a spouse or a girlfriend or a boyfriend, whatever, just someone that you can depend on going to for help and support. Um, and, you know, some of the older generations might not understand this because we separate work in the house so much. And I completely respect that. But that's not how my generation was raised. I'm 34 years old. My wife, I mean, we, we grew up in, you know, the the connected YouTube, MySpace, you know, AOL chat when we were teenagers. So like we have all of that. So like my wife, Leanne, and I have such a powerful relationship that she all, almost serves as a member of my board of advisors to my life. And, um, you know, to have that support system at the house is, I think, a cheat code to life. AOL, MySpace. Wow, that's going way back in the day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if you're younger, don't know what those are, go Google them. Uh, fascinating. So I want to touch on a couple things. Number one, you said asking for help, getting a, an assistant or a VA. I have a couple people who want to be on my show and they don't do like I use Calendly, as you know, they don't do that. They, they, what they do is they send emails and say, what time works for, for you. And I said, I I don't work that way. Okay. The whole point of Calendly is like my, 
artificial intelligence executive assistant. So here's the link. Go find a date that works for you. I don't use that stuff. Well, then you can't be on my show. I love you. I honor that you don't use that technology, but my business, if I had to go back and forth with every client and every podcast guest, I, I would be a wreck. And so it's not a, a human assistant, but I rely on Calendly because it really does a lot of heavy lifting for me. And, and so whether you're using it artificially or using a human being, I can definitely see the value that I wish I can get my three and a half year old dog to help me out. Cause all she does is sleep around the house. It'd be really nice if I could get her to do some work, but that's, that's, uh, trying to work on that one. And the other thing you talked about is having your spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend as a spouse, uh, as a support. I would argue if you do not have, especially if you're married, if you do not have the support from your, your, your partner you are pushing a boulder up a hill you because you are not going to i know this is going to be shocking to some people just because you go in the business just because you build it doesn't mean they're going to come and you're going to have a lot of days where you don't nothing happens i tell the story i'm very open about my success or lack thereof when i was fired from my corporate job in july of 2005 until the end of 2020 i made a total of forty thousand dollars not a year total. And I was spending money on coaches I didn't have and that didn't work and spending money on courses and that didn't work. And the reason why I tell that story, because I want people to realize you go look at the Damon Johns and the Mark Cubans and Tony Robbins, you're like, oh my gosh, they're making so much money, but they didn't start that way. Okay. They didn't start that way. And if I didn't have a supportive spouse, my wife, Michelle, when I was like, man, weeks go by with no crickets, she was cheering me on. She was working outside the home. If I didn't have that, I probably wouldn't have the podcast. I probably wouldn't be in business. I'd probably be flipping burgers at McDonald's because I would have given up. So you need to have one or two people in your life, especially your spouse, that is going to believe you, never doubt you, even when you're down, because that is so critical. That is a cheat code for life. Amen, brother. I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, it's just, it it's I, I didn't really realize it um, how important Leanne was until actually I got my MBA um, because as I said I I was older I was got it on weekends so that means for two years every Saturday I was in the classroom from seven a.m. to five thirty p.m. Wow. Um, so she had our three year old and one year old at the time by herself and when I graduated they were five and three um, so I mean that we lived that life where I was having two jobs. Um, going to school on the weekends and, you know, we still made time for each other. And she, she was just the definition of support. Kind of like, it sounds like your wife was during that time period that like that, that inspires you to wake up in the morning. It inspires you to just go a little harder. Mm -hmm. It inspires you to work that extra hour at night. And, um, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't really thank her enough. And, you know, I, I guess, I guess the way of thanking her is going on a podcast, <laughs> talking about it, and then just trying to tell the world, like, Here's something that I've learned to like actually cheat at life, but like you're allowed to cheat, you know, talk to your spouse and have a real relationship with them as opposed to just saying, how was your day? It was fine. No, I, I mean, <laughs> tell her everything. And then you'll get unbiased feedback from a third party that really doesn't understand the day to day, which is a good thing because you're in, you're so far in the weeds that the feedback you're getting from someone who doesn't understand the weeds is actually better because you're like, oh. Why didn't I think of that? Well, you didn't think of it because your head is, you know, six feet under the ground, yep. you know? 
I get it. You want productivity tips, but your email inbox is, well, out of control. When you follow Mr. Productivity on Telegram Messenger, you'll receive daily bite-sized productivity tips delivered to your phone or desktop for free. Let me help you become more productive, step-by-step, day-by-day. Follow Mr. Productivity on Telegram today. Yep. I remember I used to, before podcast interviews, I would do all the artwork and I do create the blog post. And then when the, the guests would cancel, it was a waste of time. And one day my wife said, I got a question. Why are you doing this before? Why don't you wait to the end of the interview? And I'm like, because I was in the forest, I couldn't see the trees, but it makes sense. Let's make sure the interview happens because most interviews happen, but I've had a couple people on the show who either have a potty mouth, which is forbidden on the show, or they come across very condescending, like, I've got it all figured out. Your listeners are stupid. And I'm not going to air that. I mean, why? I love my listeners. Why would I want to put something out that's going to make them feel like crap? They're not going to listen anymore. And then I'm like, okay, it's a good idea. So I do it afterwards now because life happens. Internet drops out. People get sick. People cancel, whatever the case may be. But because I was in the podcast, I couldn't see it didn't make any sense. I thought it was a good thing, but it wasn't a good thing because when someone cancels, then I've wasted 45 minutes preparing all these episodes, uh, these artwork that I'm not going to use now. Yeah. And, and you, 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 you just touched on, you know, another potential cheat code. I, I think at least maybe a fourth, if everybody wants a fourth, I could probably keep going. But um, I, the fourth, I would say is be a career student and, you know, understand that like you, you don't know the answers. I mean, I kind of said earlier, like always ask for help. Um, But just to to get on top of that, you know, if I I was asked this question the other day, somebody said, you know, what would you tell your 18 year old self? Um, You know, and I really liked the question. And I started thinking like, well, everyone's going to say, tell your 18 year old self, be patient and, you know, (laughs) do do this and that you're, and then your 18 year old self is going to turn around and look at you and say, no, <laughs> you know, but okay. So what would I do to my 18 year old self? I would say, take a thousand dollars and go buy Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone. Um, you know, you name some of them, Mark Cuban, David, John, Michelle Obama, like go buy all of their books, their autobiographies and read about them. You know, go read Tim Ferriss, tools of Titans, mm. you know, go, go read, um, Simon Sinek's the infinite game. And, you know, go invest in education, but don't ever let that stop, you know, because why, right when you think you have it all figured out, the world's going to blow up and, and change. But guess what? There is, there is a myriad of research and study of entrepreneurs and successful people who've already done it. And they're giving you their wisdom, you know, for a 20, for, for 20 bucks in a book. And all you have to do is sit down and read it. Like I, I, I just, I think that education, I mean, I'm a career student. I love learning. And that starts with a, a respect for the fact that you don't know everything. I don't know everything. I'm still learning. If somebody wants to criticize me, I don't take it as criticism. I take it as, wow, you care enough about me to give me feedback that is valuable that I can change and be better. Thank you. Like that's, that's how I take it. Um, so, I mean, you just, you, you commented on your listeners that you're not going to air somebody who's condescending. I think that's, you know, the opposite of that is a cheat code to life. You know, listen to what people are saying, go read what they're saying and do that forever. Never get, you know, complacent or comfortable that, you know, everything because you probably don't. And there's so much to learn and people want to help you. 
Brendan Burchard says experts are students first. When he first, when I first heard him say that, I'm like, wow. And so I'm constantly studying how to be more productive so I can help my clients and people follow me on social media. And you mentioned a good point about the book. I am an avid reader. I, I'm reading five books right now, which is crazy here on June 12th because I'm reading this book and someone recommends this book. I start reading this book. I'm reading five books right now. And that doesn't even include my daily Bible reading. And, but you think about a book. Now, one of my favorite authors is Cal Newport. Okay. Deep work, digital minimalism. If I think I paid maybe $18 to the, the book, deep work. Now, if I got on a phone call with Cal Newport and he read that book to me, I would pay him a lot more than $18. And so when you get a book, just don't read the book, study the book. I'm always highlighting. I'm always underlining. That's why I love a print book more than ebook. Matter of fact, I got to the point now if a guest says, Hey, can I send you a copy and ebook copy of my book? I'm like, no offense. I won't read it. I only read print books. I'm like, really? Cause I can go out in the backyard and get my vitamin D with my dog and ground my bare feet in the ground and read a print book and no pop-up notifications. And I just love the feel of a print book. And I really study a book right now. I'm reading Jamie Kern Lima's book, believe it. Cause I saw her at UPW last weekend and she's a, she sold, she created the it cosmetics. She sold it for $1.5 billion. And yet, she seems so down to earth, so humble, so loving, so caring, so friendly. I like stop the other books I was reading. I'm reading her books. I'm like, this girl is fascinating because it's like she's approachable. And like Gary Vaynerchuk now, except for his potty mouth, you can see Gary Vaynerchuk on the streets of New York City and say hello. Most people who are up in the stratosphere, and I'm not going to name their names. We all know who they are. Unless you're paying them a million dollars a year to be in their mastermind, you can't ever get it close to them. Now, that's their choice, but I don't want to hang around people like that. I want to hang around people say, just come a billionaire. I'm not better than you because I can resonate with that. What say you? Absolutely. You know, I, um, I just love people that are real. And, you know, you just named a couple of them that it's not that hard to differentiate the people who are real and the people that aren't. And what you can learn from the people that are real is the, you know, that main characteristic once you reach success, because I truly believe, you know, if you put in the work and you do things the right way, you're probably going to be successful at some point. Now, how that success is defined, I think is more up to the individual as opposed to me putting that on you. I mean, you, you define success, but I can promise you, you work hard and you, you do the right things and you put in the time, you're going to be successful. So staying true to yourself is, is probably another cheat code. You know, it's being that person that's like, don't let success change you because there are, there are um, examples of that all over the place. We, can, we, can, we could probably do an entire podcast just about those examples, mm -hmm. but the better examples are the ones who are the same exact person that you had no clue that you just had coffee with a billionaire, mm -hmm. you know, and that, that happened to me a couple weeks ago and I had no clue, <laughs> but that's, that's the beauty of it that like this person, they're the same person, you know, they're just wanting to help and just being a, a, a cool guy or gal. Um, I mean, I, I love it. I'm, and you, one of the books you just named, I'd never heard of, so I'm going to go pick it up now. And I also, I also agree. I actually, I take a lot of my books on audio form first 
because I spent a lot of time either in the car or on a plane or just running or working out. I'll listen to a book while I'm working out. Um, so, or I spend a lot of time strolling my kids, you know, that, that's a good, that's, that's another one, you know, yeah. do, do, do two things at once, exercise, stroll your kids and listen to a book. Oh, I love Three audible. I, I was, you know, I, I still like print book, print books are my go-to books, but audio books, see the audio books I can only do when I'm not doing anything else. So if I'm out in my daily run or I'm taking a walk, I can listen to an audio book. I can't listen to an audio book at home when I'm doing chores because I'm too distracted. So I have a space for both audio books and print books in my life. But I love when I go out and run. I mean, sometimes I listen to music, sometimes I listen to podcasts, but I really like audio books because you can learn while you exercise. Well, and so uh, uh, like Malcolm Gladwell, all of his books, he reads himself. Yes. Simon Sinek, he reads himself. Um, even Essentialism by Greg McEwen, if I hopefully I said his last name right. Um, it, it Hearing his accent, reading his book, it's a treasure. And then so many of these audio books, when the author reads it, they go off script yep. so much <laughs> that you, you, you get even more. Um, and it's just, it's, 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 it's awesome. But I'm also like you that if I find a good audio book, um, I'm going to go buy the print version too, so that I can reread it and highlight it. And I always have things to reference to. I mean, I think the book who not how by Dan Sullivan, that's, that's the book that pushed me over the edge to hire an assistant. Actually. Um, I have, I have the audio book, the Kindle and two copies of print Wow, and I am, and like, and I am more than happy to give Dan Sullivan, you know, the hundred dollars that it cost me to get all those four things. Because like, to your point, I would pay a whole lot more to have a conversation with him over coffee for an hour. So (laughs) I can buy a book for $20 and get all of that insight. And uh, so I, I I agree with you that there's a space for both. And usually when the book is really good, I have more than one copy of the format. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, Charlie, we gave a lot of cheat codes for life today. It's definitely going to be the title of my episode. So where can we go to find out more about you and what you're doing in the world? Yeah. Um, so I, I have a website. It's just my name. It's charliebales.com. It's, um, you know, there's only a couple of blog topics on there, but we're, it's, it's well underway. I'm getting uh, some of these podcasts that I'm going on put on there. And I mean, the whole point of that website is just to be a platform for people to learn something. I mean, that's, that, that's my ultimate mission in life is just to inspire others to inspire themselves. Um, so my website's there. Um, all of my social handles and all that are on my website. I'm, I'm also on, on LinkedIn. You know, you can find me on LinkedIn just by searching my name. Those are probably the best two avenues. And I'd love to hear from anybody in any way that I can help others. I mean, I think that, um, another, another awesome book, we've talked about a lot of books. Wow. But, um, I mean, you can see my passion for it. I know your passion for it too. Um, I love Adam Grant too, yes. and his 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 book "Give and Take" yes. and originals. Like I am reading that book, I'm like, wow, I really am just a giver yep. um, because I I just I love giving to people, especially people that want to hear what 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 I have to say or what I can give to them. Like that just it makes me so happy to help somebody else and to help them, you know, find that inspiration to go act. So please reach out to me if I can do anything to help. Yeah. And I really appreciate you having me on the show, Mark. Yeah. Adam Grant, uh, thinking again is on the queue. I'm not going to read six books at once, but his thinking again book is, is on my queue. I've already read the originals and give and take. So Charlie, thank you so much for being on the show. This is awesome. Thank you, Mark. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stuchowski Insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.